0: hello and welcome to start the beat 82 82 is this episode 82 i'm really gonna look on the internet right now to see i don't even fucking know what episode it is right now this is kind of a really good introduction to let you know how the fuck my life's going right now i can't keep up with anything everything has been a fucking tornado the past week two weeks, month, two months, like, fucking, dude, ah, dudettes, dude, I don't want to, you know, exclude any genders or people by saying, dude, oh my god, I am going crazy, I shouldn't use this as the intro, I could very easily delete this and start over, but I'm feeling some type of way, so I'm just gonna let it out, you know, hello and welcome to episode eighty-two. I looked it up, by the way. This is episode eighty-two of Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes, and this is my podcast. Welcome. <laughs> I don't, I'm like way off right now. Um, let's. What what am I supposed to say here? I don't know. You know, uh, if you listen to last week's episode with Matt, Matt Gondek. Hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. It's usually not this scatterbrained at the beginning, but please just bear with me. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. So what's going on with me? Too much. That's what's going on. So much to the point that I normally record these introductions on sunday upload the episode on monday and then it goes live on tuesday right now it's wednesday night and i'm just recording this i am three days behind schedule right now with shit that i'm doing that's how much stuff has been on my plate i'm usually pretty good at juggling it but recently i haven't been so for those of you out there who can relate to my struggle, you know, working multiple jobs or doing multiple creative things or just, you have too much on your plate in general, I feel for you. We all need to just sit back and take a break for a second. A break that I'm probably gonna take after I'm done doing this shit and getting this episode up. You know, so it's up this week. Huge apologies to my guests this week for the episode being late which, by the way, is my friend Mikey, Mikey O'Toole, in the house, good homie, he uh, plays in some bands, which, I'm not even, I don't want to make this intro too fucking long, and Mikey, I apologize that you're kind of getting the shaft on the intro, but if you're listening to this, you probably know him, but if you don't know him, he's a local musician who, you know, when he's not playing music works a day job, just like any other normal fucking person, and we're gonna talk about the dynamics of that lifestyle, what it's like, you know, being a normal person by day, being a musician by night, you know, he grew up around music and things like that, and just what what life is like when you're trying to do stuff, and trying to do too much stuff like me, this is like really not the best intro, but it's okay, because it's real, and we're, we're just going with it. So, how long have I been talking? Four minutes? This is probably way too long. So, let, let's just get into it. You know, Mikey's a good dude. And if you like cool people, you're going to like this conversation. It was actually a lot of fucking fun. We go off the rails talking about high school and home movies and all kinds of cool stuff. So, yeah. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Ah, crap. I have to do this whole fucking spiel about like if you're new to me and new to the show you can find me on facebook twitter and instagram at the real sykes there's also a facebook page for the podcast which you could find at start the beat with sykes and last but certainly not least start the beat is part of the epicast family which you can learn all about at epicast.tv start the beats on itunes too so if you're not listening to this on itunes and you like podcasts on itunes subscribe just type in start the beat i am so off track today i promise i'm normally not this scatterbrained i should re-record this intro i really really should but honestly i just don't have the time this this has to be it and yeah, without further ah, oh, now I'm messing stuff. I'm, I'm gonna leave this completely unedited, by the way. So yeah, without any further ado, let's get into my conversation with my homie, Mikey O'Toole. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! <laughs> so that was that's what happened that day. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah so we're here welcome hello it's nice to uh finally hang out one-on-one probably yeah I've Known you for like very long time but not like super well like see you at shows and
0: yeah like see you at shows and, and like yeah yeah and now that like everybody's a little older we see yeah. each other at the bar more yeah, than it shows exactly. probably exactly <laughs> <laughs> but they, hey, you know, we, uh, you brought up before we started recording Giorgio's. You're from yeah. that that era. Uh, so, yeah. like, how old were you whenever the Giorgio shows were happening?
1: Probably, like, 16, 17 okay. years old.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I was, uh, like, 15, 16 years old was whenever they first, first started having shows at Giorgio's. And it was all, like crazy death metal and grindcore really yeah and uh the late 90s and early 2000s pittsburgh had a really really strong like death and grindcore scene yeah and then i don't know what the fuck happened to those dudes i think they (laughs) all just got too old and they're hanging
1: out at goose keys yeah maybe
0: (laughs) probably some of those dudes are in some other bands now like uh complete failure i know some of those guys i don't know if you're uh, no. i don't know how in tune you are yeah, to the grind core scene <laughs> i'm not really uh in tune
1: with much heavy music in yeah, general i got gotcha. you because i don't like it but i just i guess it's just not my thing you know <laughs> sure well like
0: when uh when you were growing up let's start here oh like, man what the fuck were you into like, oh
1: man uh primus <laughs> nice uh, my dad was as a, a kid, you like gravitated. yeah, because my dad was a bass player. Ah, so like his CDs were like Joe Satriani and Primus. I just like weird stuff like that, like Rush. Uh huh. And I like I didn't listen to FM radio because like my parents were like super strict and wouldn't let me. So like still my dad's Primus. Why CDs. was it just like a just because like the influence? Pop I guess. music's gonna rot your brain. Yeah, I guess kind of like parental control. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Weird, right? It's no, strange. I mean like it's cool. But, I yeah, guess. like. I listen to like uh, music that a '90s bass player would listen to, jazz, blues. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So like, <laughs> the funny thing about that
0: though is that eventually there had to be this moment when you heard music outside of yeah. Primus and yeah. Joe Satriani. Yeah, like can you? What were like? What was that like? What were some of those bands was it like? Maybe like the was, TRL era
1: kind of stuff. It was uh. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 <laughs> entirely. And that's that was probably like And there's
0: some that's the, the Tony came. Hawk
1: games have some awesome music. Yeah. So that was probably like yeah. Yeah, definitely uh first time hearing like Ramones <laughs> <and> sure, <stuff. laughs> you know. That's cool that that
0: like came from uh like a video, video game games. for you, yeah. you know. which um, is funny
1: cuz I I do not play video games at all. Like you can ask any of my friends. Like I have a GameCube and that that's probably like the most up to date I am. Sure. that's like that's like retro now. well i think like
0: every kid at some point had a, a video game spell yeah and it just happens yeah even if you don't have a system there's friends that have systems and shit like that so you're
1: you, you're you're around it you're yeah definitely around it just uh like it's not something that stuck with me but like definitely the music were you yeah. um playing like when did you start playing music was you were young when you started Um, I would guess I'd say like 13. Okay. Like officially, but my dad always had basses and guitars laying around. So I would just like try to figure it out. Did he push you to play or want you to play or is it just like, yeah, whatever? Not really. No. I kind of just like wanted to do it myself for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, you grew up around it. Is your dad still playing? No, he's not. He, uh, he works in the steel mill. Oh. So yeah, I, I guess he was when I was a little kid, but. With the schedules, like, working shifts like that, you know, it just got harder and harder. So sure. So you didn't really, kind of like, decided. see him playing no, or No, I've never actually seen him play out. Oh, okay. Kinda, you ever seen, like, fucking around the house yeah. or anything? Well, yeah, 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 all the time. That's, like, kind of how I picked it up, just, like, watching him. But I never went to, like, see him at a gig or anything like that. Was he in any sweet bands? Um, he played for Red Beach for a while, if you know who that is. He uh-uh. played in, like, Dawkin. He played in th- Dockin'? Definitely played in Dawkin. And I wanna say he did stuff with like Winger. And I also wanna say he was like a session guy from Bob Dylan. Really? But I don't wanna don't quote me on that. But he definitely <laughs> did the talking thing. But so he, has, he had some like experience yeah. like, in the shit. Yeah. He uh He had like a signature Ibanez guitar. What? He's from New Kensington.
0: That's I was at, I was at awesome. pianos
1: and stuff today and they actually had one of his Ibanezes there. <laughs> and uh, you know, he has like a project now like the rub beach project and john bellen like gene the werewolf actually sings for him oh okay so i guess that's what he's up to now but yeah i uh so you like what what was that i mean uh, like does he ever talk about any of that shit or is it just like way past him? like is it like a bad story maybe uh, no no he, he tells me stories all the time like uh i don't know i guess the the red beach things maybe more, more when they accomplish things that's probably why like I brought that up. But he had other bands with his friends and stuff. And most of the stories about like, you know, hanging out, traveling. Was he wild? Po- Did he get into trouble? I would say or- probably a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he told me a story about uh, he had, I think it was like an old Buick. And uh, the floor was rotted out and they were traveling in South Carolina. And him and the guitar player were in the back seat with their shoes off while the water was like filling up to their knees just passing a bottle of jack daniels back and forth like it was not a big deal like nothing to be concerned about (laughs) like somewhere by the beach you know like flooding (laughs) that's exciting yeah definitely definitely interesting so okay so you
0: have like this x i don't want to say like rock star but x rocker dad you grow up in this house and then i don't know like you started playing in Start playing music you're like 13 13-ish, yeah, 13 ish 12 13 how long did it take before you like got into a band band probably like 14 or 15 years old i was like was this like around the time you were like starting to go to
1: georgio's maybe like no no, no I, I didn't go I to georgio's to till I, like my senior year of high school oh really okay so yeah. like you
0: were in a band by that point that's i imagine that's what probably brought you to georgio's or yeah
1: yeah and i had friends that were in bands that played there those kids check your status okay
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: Yeah. i remember that band i still play music with some of those guys in a a band called across state lines okay but they uh this girl i was dating at the time was went to high school with them so i would like come out and see their shows and eventually like the band i was in started playing there but they played there like every weekend because it was so close they went to they all lived in like mckeesport north Versailles area yeah so it's just like that was like their neighborhood
0: fuck there's like so many bands and just faces that are just like flying through my yeah. head right now Yeah, I know. from that time frame what about uh the subculture
1: yeah you, you, you know i didn't
0: have as much experience at the subculture i played there a few times but yeah. it was a little out of the way for me i think that was probably maybe a little bit closer to you it was yeah i went to south allegheny okay so that was
1: like very close it was in my school district yeah at were the time were you forest hills
0: yeah, well, yeah, I at the time that Georgios was really like popping off for lack of a better word, that like 2007 to 2010, like that yeah. that era I was living in Forest Hills then. Like I could walk to Georgios yeah. from my house. So that was just my spot. Yeah. But I played
1: like two or three shows at the subculture. And that was a cool spot, but yeah, that was that was more like where I got in the local music was beautiful Glassport, PA. <laughs> uh-huh. That place was cool. I thought... It was I, interesting. It was, yeah. I mean, back then we were like, oh, this sucks. We want to play it. Like, Alter Bar, The Rex, you know, there was no uh, no running water. There was like, a <laughs> carpet duct taped to the walls and stuff for soundproofing. But uh, now I look back, I'm like, that's like the funnest time. Yeah. Life, did you, you ever uh, Club Octane i remember it i didn't ever go there though but i had friends like around that time yeah that was
0: another place that everybody complained about and then as soon as it was gone it was like ah what are we missing yeah that was a that was a really unique diy space in the sense that it felt the most like an actual venue yeah um the inside of it was all cool like the walls were painted like some dark color and it was kind of split on the two sides almost the way howlers is Okay. without the bar, there was just like the one side that had a shitty little concession stand with like some scene girl selling Cheetos and bottled (laughs) water. And then like all the bands would have their merch set up and you could also smoke in there for some reason. Oh, wow. So it was always just like disgusting in there. And then the other side was where the bands played. And they had the stage and lights and... It was like this cute little black box. Like it almost felt like the upstairs of the moose. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. What what neighborhood was that in? That was in, where the fuck is that? Uh,
0: It's like on the, the name of that town is on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Charleroi. Okay. Charleroi is where it was at. Yeah. That's out uh
1: 51, right?
0: it's out there
1: towards like Uniontown, i think or something
0: you know every time that i played there i never paid attention no. to her and i feel like i always went a different way every time yeah. <laughs> oh, i would always end up like riding out with mason or some yeah. other band that was playing the show you know i didn't have a fucking car still don't have a car with a piece of shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey city living you don't need one true true that that's funny though i uh i always was under the impression, at least from what i can remember that that was like a really nice place But I'd never been there, so I guess it wasn't. (laughs) You know, I mean, it wasn't –
0: it was middle ground. Yeah. I would kill to have a place like that now.
1: Yeah.
0: That we just don't have anything. There's no – There were scumbags for a while. Yeah, scumbags was cool. All those places, none of them just last. And now there's just – there's nothing. We don't have anything. Roboto's is the last stand. That's like – yeah. And that – I have very mixed feelings about Roboto – not the building itself it's just that the demographics of music that I play like primarily the hip-hop stuff and the heavy metal stuff neither of those genres really do well at Roboto no. it's just not a space for it I've I've been we've I've played metal shows at Roboto and it's you know it's been packed and I've played rap shows at Roboto that have people have come to but it's just there's something about the space though yeah it? it doesn't like feel right it doesn't I think I usually see like it's indie rock there yeah it's just like never an engaging experience going to a heavy metal show at Roboto for me i don't know why (laughs) i don't know what it is it's just something about it just doesn't work for me yeah with that but i i've been to plenty of great shows there yeah and the people that are
1: on the board now are cool people so what about uh i know most wanted isn't around anywhere but uh garfield artworks no, that because I was those are good places for hip hop, weren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. I played a, a few good shows at Garfield Artworks. I played. No, that wasn't my first show ever. Actually, one of my first shows. I played at Garfield Artworks, but doing uh, the hip hop thing. No, no, no. I was in a uh, an instrumental electronic project. Oh, nice! With just like <laughs> keyboards and beat machines and computers, <laughs> just like making noise. Yeah, it was like That's the cool. first.
1: Band in air quotes that I was in, yeah, was that? I only I only played at Garfield one time, and uh, I just remember the guy who ran it. Yeah, Manny. Yeah, he uh, he walked up to me, and it was a bunch of bands that sounded like all time low at the time. This is like you know three years ago. Uh huh. And he was just like, suburban rock just doesn't do well here. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he and called I was it? Like, Yeah. Suburban and I was like, rock. You know, I do agree with you. <laughs>
0: Now, Manny's a really, really funny dude. He's actually like one of the yeah. podcast goals. I need to get that oh, guy yeah, on definitely. here. I'm sure that guy's got
1: loads of stories. Oh,
0: more than you could yeah. probably he could probably have he his could, own fucking podcast. Probably, or just, you know, take up three days here. You know, oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm gonna try to work that out in the future. Yeah, but so now, you know, let's fast forward a bit. Zoom to hear you right now what the fuck are you doing? You're in some bands, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're a busy guy.
1: Yeah. Um, right now I'm doing this project. It's called Millie. It's Seth Millie and Johnny Grushecki from the composure and the I drive. They uh, started a new project after the composure broke up, uh, writing like pop rock songs. And they have me, uh, this guy, John Golden and then our friend Paul, who was in the composure and punchline, uh, playing as like their backing band, the stuff they wrote. So we got, a uh, gig coming up with the spill canvas on april 20th yeah i think we have one before that somewhere in dayton and i should remember who it's with and where it's at <laughs> and i <laughs> i don't which you know <laughs>
0: yeah so like for you uh with the music stuff is it just kind of like you're along for the ride for the most part
1: do you write your own stuff yeah i ever- do i i mentioned another other band i play in across eight lines i write well it's a group effort but i mean i definitely write a lot of music for that and i uh i write my own folk songs and stuff too oh yeah so I'm trying to get do you play
0: anything besides bass i'm assuming i play i play guitar can, yeah um
1: i mean i mess around on everything but bass and guitar mainly gotcha so that's cool because like it's just you know the the weird
0: thing is like there's a lot of people i know who are musicians that play in bands and it's just like they're in the band and they don't like necessarily handle a whole lot when it comes yeah. to like promoting the band. They don't worry about the merch designs or yeah. setting up the shows. So it's kind of like, they're the dudes that are like, Hey, you know, somebody messages them like, Hey, we're playing a show this day. Can you do it? And you're like, yeah, cool. And then you show up and you're just kind of yeah. along for the ride. I fucking wish that I could be in a situation like that <laughs> sometimes because it's the total opposite for me, yeah. you know, especially with, walker for example, my metal band. You know, I don't write any of the music. I'm just the vocalist. Yeah. I mean, and but I handle like all, all the other stuff, at least a lot of it. You know, and it's yeah, a little bit nerve wracking. I've it been it is it is. I've been like, I've been on this DIY hustle for almost ten years now. Yeah. Booking shows, yeah, but... doing my own T-shirt designs, making flyers, promoting, and like, I don't know. I don't want to say I haven't gotten anywhere, but I'm still here. Right. And yeah. but I'm in a good place. But it's like at the same time, man, I would love a break. Like, why is this somebody to come in and just take that all responsible yeah I mean,
1: responsibility away from me? It's it's a tremendous amount of work. It's uh, I mean, with like the Millie guys, I really. I'm kind of just along for the ride, you know? I mean, yeah. I agree with all the decisions they make and whatnot, but it's like their baby. I'm just there to just play some bass. Yeah. You know? And I, that's that's kind of what I want to do, though, so it works out. And then with my other band, uh, I, I can't say that I'm, like, the best with promoting and whatnot. Like, they kind of actually just – other guys usually take on that, you know? I mean, it's not, It's hard to,
0: like, balance it all out. Do you, you find know? yourself somebody that is really engaged in, like – Social media and stuff like that. I know we interact on social media a good yeah. bit,
1: but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're... I used to be. I think the older I get, like, the less... Not the less that I ca- care, but just, like, the busier I get with other things, and it's just... You sure. Know. You doing with like, full-time adult life? Yeah, like, if you know, if I had more time for it, I might be more into it, but... Sure. You know. What's your uh, side grind? I'm a waiter. Okay, so... Decent for what you know for playing music, it works out because I'm able to get time off and I get paid every day. So yeah, you know it's not the best thing in the world, but it works. Mm-hmm. Keeps
0: you afloat. I miss I used to do barista stuff for a oh, nice. long time, and I worked in Mount Lebanon, which if I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. Mount Lebanon, yeah, like South Hills, little
1: Southminster Coffee House, yeah, a l- <laughs>
0: little bit uh, upper crust in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made good money there. You know, every day I would take home a good bit of money and tips on top yeah, of like you know I still wage, get, right. Yeah, yeah, and that was awesome. Yeah, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> but you know,
1: well, now you're doing budgeting's f- different full time. I assume, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: I do have a full time job now, but I also spend money like an asshole sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, up. it's just I'm in two bands, so yeah. of course I'm wasting money. Like it's nobody's yep. business. Actually, Greywalker's fairly self-sustained. Um, whenever we started the band, we all kind of pitched in our
1: own little your initial investment,
0: yeah. But then ever since then, just like merch and shows, and the band's pretty much stayed afloat since then. I think we we all pitched in again to record the album, but outside of that, it's been pretty chill. That's good. That's good. Yeah, uh, must say I'm quite jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um? Like how has uh playing in bands been like financially successful or financially not successful for you? Has it just been like like a plateau almost? Uh yeah. It's I think been that's a usually
1: the case. Um, you know, any time where we've you know, invested money in something and we were just lucky to break even for at least for most of the things. I'm not speaking for Millie, but most things I've been more in control of. It's just you know we're not really doing it for the financial reasons. Like, sure. so we understand the risk that yeah. you know we're not going to make any. It money. seems
0: like with a band like Millie that has you know people that have been in other bands that have you know been successful in various degrees of yeah. success, they would have some sort of knowledge of how to do shit. Yeah, yeah. Now they, they is do. is that a project that they're trying to like push hard, or is it kind of like a let's just chill out and
1: like no there's definitely uh is that like a hard push for that there is um like i'm i'm not even personally certain on all the details myself that i could even give you but they do have about you know i'd say 12 or 13 songs professionally recorded which they're gonna release in some way or another i'm not exactly sure on what the exact plan is yeah I don't want to get too into specifics. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Just because. So like
0: now for the recordings, is that something that they like handle all of that shit
1: on their own? And then just like, hey, these are the songs. Uh, Play them. Well, I wasn't actually there for any of the sessions they've done except for one. Because they recorded it in Cleveland. Okay. This guy Jim Wart. And by the time I started playing with them, they already had, you know, pretty much all the songs done. Now, you've been playing with them for a a, a bit right like yeah, over a year guess, right yeah about a year and a half
0: so they've just been sitting on these songs for that long and just like
1: yeah what's yeah. up
0: with that that's a weird playing the cards right i guess so huh
1: yeah and plus they've been waiting to be mastered and whatnot and things like that as they continue to add more into the catalog so yeah it's it's weird i i guess it does take a while to be to, smart about to get it get shit you know. out see when i'm in control i get uh like, what's what's the word? I just get that itch. I'm like, oh, we got to get this done right now. You know, if it's not perfect, whatever. Just Let's just get it out there. Yeah. You know? yeah and yeah. they're not really, you know, playing it that way. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It probably took me about
0: a year, like a a little over a year and a half to get the, the Sykes album out and done. Yeah. Um, it does take time.
1: It does. Definitely
0: does. It's just, I don't know. I'd release something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but hey, they know what the fuck they're doing. They I got guess. a music video out. Oh, yeah. Hold the people over in the meantime, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, so for you as a musician, do you find think like you're
1: in a happy place right now? Yeah, definitely. Probably the happiest I've ever been, you know, because I, I mean, I love playing with the Millie guys. And then I also have my own like creative liberties with the Cross 8 Lines.
0: So. Yeah, and your solo stuff as well. Yeah. Right. Is that something that you? Is that just kind of a? I'm at home.
1: I have just, nothing to do, and it yeah. just
0: happens. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have anything recorded
1: or? Any- uh no. I have, and I have like no plans. Just something, <laughs> something I'm just doing. You know. Well, that's. I guess cool. you like really big phases with music. Um. Like I don't listen to a lot of different things all the time. It's just like a select few things for, like, limited amounts of time. So, okay. like, recently I've been, like, really into, like, Ryan Adams and Gaslight Anthem and old, uh, or the newer John Mayer records and stuff. Where okay. Like more folky. And it's just, like, that's just what I've been listening to. So it's just something I've been doing, you know?
0: Yeah. What uh, What
1: about Primus? Do you still, still listen to Primus? Not really. I mean, I still like them. I just haven't been on a Primus kick in a while. Yeah. You know?
0: What? What would you say is, like... I don't know, like the number one in your head, like or maybe like a couple. Like. Of all time? Yeah.
1: Well, I have a Chili Peppers tattoo. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You do. <laughs> yeah. I um, love the Chili Peppers, even though it's kind of like a uh, – it's, it's almost like a guilty pleasure now. You know what I'm – You know, uh, I spe- I've spent – Not much... that I care what people think. No, yeah. But... You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But
0: it's funny. I was having a conversation with somebody not too long ago that – I've spent the majority of my life trying to figure out if I like the Chili Peppers or not. Yeah. I feel like there's times when they come on and I'm like, yeah, they're fucking chili- they're a good band. Like yeah, why do not I listen to them more? And then like the same songs come on on a different day yeah, and, like, and I'm just like, "Oh okay, my god, I hate this fucking band. This yeah. is so obnoxious."
1: Yeah. That's so weird to me. Yeah. It seems that a lot of people are kind of like that. It's like either like it's a love or hate thing. Black and white for most people. I think
0: lovers. that the newer it is in their catalog, the more annoyed I get. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I could, I could agree with Let's that. i say probably. like
0: anything pre, uh, Californication,
1: I'm like yeah. totally okay with. And then anything post that gets a little sketchy. The funny, me. the funny thing about them is too, like, obviously I got into them because, as I mentioned before, I had like, you know, the, the bass player father.
0: Yeah. Know, yeah. He, yeah. Like,
1: inspiring like everything I want to do. And, you know, he, obvi- he showed me the chili peppers because, you flea is like one of the greatest bass players of all time. But they became my favorite band actually. Probably because of the guitar playing. It was like the the ceiling deal. You know? Yeah. The glue on the envelope. <laughs> now did you ever get into any of the other stuff that uh John did? Yeah, it's like, like, some, like it's some Mars like, Volta and yeah, all that shit. It is solo records. It's like yeah, probably yeah. probably my favorite music ever. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's it. Right that there. that's probably it. Yes. You ever hear the Record the Empyrean? Mm mm. Oh, that's great. It came out when I was like in high school, so probably like twenty ten. It's probably like my favorite record ever. Cool. It's really out there, like spacey, just doesn't give a shit. Just he's just doing whatever he wants. You know, how he wants music, the sound is what he's creating and it's just like the best thing. Yeah. Just makes sense to me. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I I it's I think that um I gravitate towards those really, really unique sounding albums as well. Probably yeah. if I were to like spout off some of my favorite albums, they'd probably be albums that are just like yeah very much just their own just, thing yeah, and also that kind of relate to a certain like time in your life where yeah. you're at like when the album hits you when yeah. you find it, who you are as a shitty teenager and it's, stuff exactly. like that and it's like, whoa, I didn't know music could do this
1: exactly I mean, yeah, you know,
0: like I'm sure there's probably other like hundreds of other albums that. Have that same similar sort of vibe, but But that's the nostalgia factor. Is like, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I completely agree on that.
0: (laughs) Outside of music, um, any interests? You like? Um, You said you don't like video games.
1: Don't really games. Pop culture, uh, TV, movies, anything like that. I like TV series. Um, nothing too crazy. I mean, I like it's always sunny. Okay. I like Space Ghost. Yeah, you get some love for Space Space Ghost T-shirt on. There's a funny story about this shirt. Um my friend Tyler McFadden bought this for me at a thrift store and I don't know how like grimy and nasty I can go to your podcast right now. No, you can go Okay. To- Do you remember Rotten.com Yeah. There was this T shirt whenever we went to the thrift for the thrift like the thrift store that one day and it had a circle on it. And on that circle were photoshopped pictures of actual penises. Like f- photographed penises, like real penises. Like a giant ball of dicks. At the thrift store. At the thrift store. And it what? said something like penis, can I suck it? Rotten.com. And then the font was backwards. And the day we bought this shirt, we like hung it up on like the highest like rack so like everybody would see it. Yeah. And then we came back like a week later and it was still there. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Made no sense. You didn't buy that shirt? No, it was only fifty cents, and we thought about it, and I was just like, I don't want to have this. Like I am surprised we did it. <laughs> I am so mad that you didn't buy that shirt. <laughs> somebody has that shirt. I want to see the shirt. It was, it was like a uh, really crappy like screen print that you could tell somebody did like at their house. Yeah, they probably did the design like on, a on shitty like a uh, iron-on transfer. Yeah, it was it was iron-on, and you could tell it was like old. Someone probably wore it for a while. I can't believe that it made it <laughs> into the thrift store. Yeah, well, you, it was actually kind of hard to tell what it was at first because the, okay, the, just the like coloring was like very poor and. I think it was like pretty faded. It was just, it was just, it was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, TV shows. Eh. Yeah, um, love. This sounds typical. I loved Breaking Bad. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? I never watched Breaking you know, Bad. Yeah, you should. <laughs> That's what people say. Um, right now I'm watching Californication. That's pretty good. I'm kind of like caught in the past. I don't really like. It seems like I don't get interested in something, whether it's like TV, music, movies, until it's already like had its time and been lived out, and then like I tend to gravitate towards it, which is like there's no reason for it, at least that I notice. Yes, how I am. I don't know. Uh, what else I've been watching? There's another <laughs> old show. I can't remember it now.
0: Well, you know, it, it just it seems like you're a very just relaxed, passive sort of like person. You just go with the flow. Just kinda of go with the flow, you know. It's kinda of like what I like. <laughs> you don't
1: seem very high strung. No, not really. No.
0: no. How's waiting? Do you is waiting ever get stressful for you? Does it It used to. It, no when yeah? I
1: first I mean I've been doing it for about five years now. Okay. But when I first started doing it, um I would want to quit every day usually. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot to like, you know it's more organization. Than it is actually people skills, and I'm terrible with organization. Okay. So I don't know how I ended up in this line of work, but I how, did. Organization how? Just it's just the waiting on multiple tables is like the only real challenge. You know, if you could wait oh, on okay. one table at a time, it would be like literally nothing. But it's just it's just balancing it out while you're doing other things. Yeah, is where it gets hard. It's like probably the only hard thing about yeah, it. Yeah, keeping
0: everybody happy yeah exactly making just sure they have their fucking their stupid waters and yeah their stupid side of ranch
1: yeah just making sure you're remembering like little things like that while you have to get other things done you know but now I've been doing it for so long it's you know sometimes I want to just walk out and leave but I don't <laughs> yeah so you
0: you live reason, you live like you mentioned that you live out like yeah wall PA out in wall yeah um have you like lived on that side of the town for most have, it was like did you grow up over there?
1: Yeah, well, I grew up in uh near McKeesport. A okay. little town called Liberty Borough. I know. Pretty much my whole life. And then uh just moved the wall. Do you work mess- out that way? I work in Homestead. Okay. So it's actually not that bad of a drive. I just go through Braddock. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, I played at that place. What is it? Ink Division. Have you yeah, been there yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. And uh, I remember telling like my mom that I was like gonna play a show there. She's like, "What?" Like to her, like Brad's like this terrible neighborhood. Yeah, it used to be. Sure. And that's like what I just had ingrained in my head. And I go there. I'm like, this is like s- something they're like really trying to do. There's like all kinds of new establishments. It was really cool. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I work in Homestead, which is like kind of like, the same thing. Yeah. Trying to like really bring it back. It's probably like. You know, two nice restaurants that have opened up, like, on the main drag, the brewery.
0: Mm-hmm. It's,
1: like, neat to see, like, these kinds of neighborhoods, like, making, like, the revival. Yeah.
0: How's Wall doing? There's <laughs> nothing there. It, it, there's nothing going on. Yeah. You know? I in high, school, <laughs> in high school, I dated a girl that lived in Wall for,
1: like, a really? week and a half. Probably, like, on my street because there only is one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was bad news bears, dude. Oh, wow. Uh, you know? There's a... Uh, the Wall Hotel, oh, that's shut down. There's Eddie's. That's about all there is on Wall. I don't fucking remember anything out it's there at all. Dive bar. Yeah, <laughs> you go to Eddie's. I, I've went in to get six packs, and one time I got kicked out without even speaking to another human being. Really? I just walked in, and it was it was really late. I'm just like, hey, can I get a six pack? And some guy who didn't even work there, he's just sitting down, just starts pointing at the door, just like waving his you know, hand comes like, OK, <laughs>
0: that's weird. Yeah,
1: it's kind of strange. Yeah, he probably was a bartender. just like hanging out, you know, on the other side. I hate rude people. Yeah, me too. And customer service. Definitely.
0: Grinds my gears.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't even don't even get me started on that
0: <laughs> with being a waiter. <laughs> like uh, having to deal with like shitty customers or other people that you work with. Oh, um, just just customers. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, I had some guy come in one time when I was working at a steakhouse. He ordered a steak, rare, for his kids. He wanted to try a rare steak. And then he, like, complained that it was undercooked. And, like, yelled at me. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, crap like that. You know? It's like, why are you wasting my time? Sure. Go to McDonald's or something. I don't (laughs) care.
0: Um... Food. You you find yourself much of
1: a foodie? Um, into into nice food. Working in restaurants. Yeah, I mean I like- I appreciate nice food. Yeah. I uh, I have severe peanut allergies.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. We were talking about this last night. Yeah. So,
1: so uh, uh, what's it like working in a restaurant? Then are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. It just depends what kind of restaurant it is. I've never worked in a restaurant that had any. Do you have to ask when you go like before you go in? You like, know, most this, of places I've applied place at. Nutty. I. Uh, had already eaten it okay besides the restaurant I work at now and just i got lucky <laughs> my first day i asked and they're like yeah you're all good but uh yeah i mean i can't uh really risk a lot of things i don't eat a lot of asian food or th- thai food yeah there's peanuts really, and that shit yeah there is uh in a lot of it uh they also use like peanut flour uh-huh and such which is like something that would be like really sneaky really sneaky so I'm just like really careful with that. Have you ever had any like bad peanut reactions? No, I've honestly never ingested a peanut in my entire life or peanut butter. Then how I do know your know next you question. I've never, I've never tried a Reese's cup. I had, um, well, I have a milk allergy too, which is not as severe. Okay. And when I was a baby, my mother gave me a slice of cheese and I had to be rushed to the, to the hospital in the ambulance and whatnot. And then uh-huh. they did blood tests. I was probably like a year old and that's how oh, I thought okay. I was allergic to peanuts. Oh, so they can figure that out from blood? Yeah. 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 You'd
0: I think, think I would know that. I'm just fucking stupid. Well, they
1: can, they can do like the skin test as well. I don't know you anything have, you ever about had an allergy allergies. No. Nah. Oh, I'll I'll tell you about them. So, and I haven't had one in 10 years and this is why I'll tell you. Um, they do this one which many people have them. Um, they take a bunch of needles that are connected to vials, like kind of like syringes. It's on a grid. And they fill it with liquids of things that you might be allergic to. Like if it's a food test, they'll put, you know, peanuts, um, soy, potatoes, you know, anything somebody might be allergic to or the specific things they're testing. It for. Sounds like a scene from like a yeah, Saw movie. They put it on your back and they lightly like scratch your skin. Probably like as deep as like maybe a tattoo or something. Yeah. Not, probably not even. And then they press down on it and all the liquid that's in these little syringes goes into your skin. And it's, they can count which spot it was in on the grid to see what you were allergic to. Wow, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's goofy. That's so that that's cool. a skin test, and the blood test is you just it's like donating blood. They just take a vial from your IVs or from your veins. Gotcha. So, so you've a which neither which of those I would like to ever do. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you never had a Reese's peanut never, butter never cup. Never had a Reese's eh? cup. Never ate the original hot dog. Never ate Five Guys. Never ate Chick Fil A. I've never had. Um, let's see, what's another restaurant people like? It's uh, like I to tip my tongue. <laughs> uh, you know, like we said, Reese's. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the big one. Everybody asks me that. Huh? Never had a PB and J. That that's a bit. That one fucks me up. Yeah, that's I wild. I don't even know what what I it mean, tastes like. It makes sense. I've had a jelly sandwich.
0: <laughs> it's not very good yeah so i don't know i mean i i don't have any allergies i at least none that i've ever found out about yeah and uh yeah i don't know that sucks but it doesn't suck for you really i guess other than needing to i've gotten lucky check up with it
1: um you know i'm really like super paranoid about it to be honest you know i'm very every the rapper on everything i eat Really? You know, every restaurant I go to, if it's my That's, first time there, I have to ask them. It's probably like a habit. Oh, it is out. a habit. It's not even like a, a thing that I, I question, you know? Yeah. You... But I, I do break the rules a little bit. Like I eat Kit Kats. Uh, it says make it Damn peanuts on the wrapper. And it's just like, it's, it's worth the risk. You know, it's like, well, Kit Kats are the <laughs> best candy bar in yeah, the world. That's exactly. Why. Um, you know, a lot of companies would just put that to save their ass. Uh, I like, I ate jelly beans. Over Easter, and it said, "Man a facility that processes wheat, milk, soy, uh, peanuts, nuts, tree nuts, shellfish, strawberries, pollen. You know, like yeah, everything. Yeah. Cats, dogs, just like anything that you could be allergic to. Just that way, if you had allergic reaction while you're eating these, you you can't sue us. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So a lot of like things like that. I'll just, you know, I know I'm safe to eat it. If yeah, fine, I got that be pen on me."
0: Yeah, I don't think there's
1: any uh, <laughs> peanuts in Kit Kats. No, no, there's not. It's just, you know, just safety thing. Yeah. The, um... Huh. No, I'm just thinking about food that has peanuts on it. Coolest, uh, well, not coolest, but most interesting story is I was dating this girl who ate Snyder Berlin chips at lunch. We were in high school. And then after high school, she came to my house And gave me a smooch, just like a peck on the lips, and she didn't know that they were cooking the peanut oil. The next thing you know, probably like ten minutes later, I'm like in the ambulance. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, with IVs in my arm. What? uh,
0: Like, what happened to you? Just like, just the contact. Your body just like, like, yeah, freeze up. Like, were you shaking? Uh, Were you foaming at the mouth? No,
1: I, uh, I don't. I just got this feeling. I knew something was wrong. I, I remember I was. Uh, I went to the bathroom and I was like, I just, I don't feel right. My head is stinging. So like, you know, try to wash my face off. I didn't know what it was. And then I was like, ah, uh, this is probably what a severe allergic reaction feels like. Cause it's just like, just stinging like all my nerves. That's and then weird. I started, I started to get the hives and swell and whatnot,
0: but I didn't like, actually
1: even ingest it. And that's how that was. how quick was this? Like It was like 10 minutes after probably. Okay. So I had to call 911. <laughs> I was like home alone. Had to wait for them. Oh, uh, yeah. that poor girl. Yeah, I know. She had, she had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Till like a few hours later, Texted her like, hey, I'm in the ER, <laughs> you know,
0: but. Uh, oh, was it like a thing where uh, like maybe like she just like, he's like kiss goodbye and she left or <laughs> that's something exactly, like that. That's exactly what it was. Okay. She, so was, just she, over the, she even, was over
1: to drop off like papers for prom because I didn't go to the same high school as her. <laughs> And for some reason, your the principal from your school had to sign them to go to the other school. Okay, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't know why it makes any sense. It doesn't. But uh yeah, so she just it was just it was just a peck. And just from the contact of like her peanut oil lips. Yeah. That's wild does. to me. And then I'm in the ambulance and he's uh taking me down to the hospital, and they're like flying through like Fifth Avenue McKeesport and I'm like I'm having difficulty breathing like this is getting ridiculous and eventually I was like started gasping and he's like Well, where's your where's your pen at and I was like I don't have it And he's like what do you mean I was like I, I'm in an ambulance so I figured he would and so he just like up my Benadryl in my IV and I was fine but was that and then I slept for like four days was that
0: <laughs> what the worst reaction
1: yeah, that was probably the worst reaction. And I had one very similar to that where I also didn't eat anything. I went to go see the Foo Fighters at Peterson Event Center. Probably like a few months before this other one happened. So at this point, I'm like done. And uh, <laughs> the guy who frisked me at the gate to check if you have like a knife or anything, he made contact with my skin. I was wearing like a really small shirt when I raised up my arms. He like touched my stomach. And... uh at least that's what we think it was, because it was like that's what the people, people the hospital said that it was a skin reaction. I didn't ingest anything, and Don't I, I didn't,
0: did. He just had like fucking I, potato chip grease on his hands, or probably, something?
1: probably, probably. Which is kind of it's kind of funny, but it's really not. <laughs> um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so I had to go to like the little first aid place, and they're like, "Yeah, you look really bad," and I was like, "I feel really dizzy, and was, my whole body stings." So it took me over to Children's Hospital because I was under eighteen at the time. It was just, you know, right down in Oakland. Yeah. Right across from the Peterson Event Center. Yep. Yep. And then the Foo Fighters go on and I can hear like the bass and drums, and that's it. And I'm just like, this is terrible. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's and they wouldn't release me because I wasn't eighteen. So my parents had to come get me. And then the concert was over. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck that. That sucks. Yeah, good time. I'm sorry that happened. I feel like I'm like here to just like complain about my life. No. (laughs) (laughs) Start out like a really modest conversation about music. And I'm just like, you know. Medical conditions suck. <laughs> I've never ta- I've you know, I've recorded, <coughs> you know,
0: like eighty five episodes. Yeah.
1: It's like, you
0: know, however many different people have never talked about allergic reactions. Never about know. allergic
1: reactions. Yeah. Well this is uh this is the health episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what uh what what medical tips would you leave out there for uh people with allergic tendencies? Oh
1: man. Uh read your rappers. Ranger don't rappers. don't, I don't, let, str- don't I, let strangers touch you. Yeah, <laughs> as weird as that as that could be. That was a long time ago, and luckily that hasn't happened since. Um, I don't share drinks really with. That makes sense. Barely anybody. I won't uh, like share a cigarette or anything else that you'd smoke. It's just uh just no, like You still kiss people, girls, right? I do still kiss girls, and so every, how does that
0: go? You just like. Did you eat a fucking potato chip earlier? Tell me. Tell me, tell me. It's
1: weird. And uh, girls have actually, like, apologized to me, like, a few days later. Like, hey, remember, like, that night we hung out? We were, like, kissing? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, I don't want to scare you. But I I realized, like, right after we got done kissing that, like, I had ate something earlier in the day you were allergic to, but didn't want to scare you. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to hear it. You know? <laughs> That sucks. That might be a great pickup line, like, "Hey, do you eat peanuts today? No, why? Okay, we can make out."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that's a pickup line.
1: That's just like a. It's just weird enough. It might work. Yeah. You know. You you
0: just need to find a. Find a. Are you in a relationship right now? No. Okay, you gotta find someone that's also has a peanut allergy. Yeah, and that'd then, be
1: that'd be a good thing. And then you two can just not eat peanuts go, ever together yeah
0: go off and go off into not peanut enjoy land your soy butter <laughs> is that the uh substitute yeah but i've never had it okay yeah, uh, I, I don't know why who cares i don't you it. <laughs> the um girls man girls trouble
1: yeah trouble.
0: i'm in i'm in a i'm in a predicament right now
1: how's that going obviously like, it's a predicament good
0: and bad you know like, I just don't I don't know so I want something that's kind of how it always like is you want something and then you get it and then like you don't want it like what the fuck is that feeling like what is that yeah well, uh, why are we as like people always like
1: thinking like well what if there's something better like what people are just never satisfied with anything what is that I don't know it's a kind of weird thing I was actually thinking about this other day Like it's just like – I guess it's just hard for people to be content in general.
0: Yeah, I wonder how like much the internet and social media culture has to do with that. Probably a lot. Because you always see everybody else – I don't know. You're just too connected to everybody else and everybody's only putting the best parts of their lives out there. Yeah, exactly. So you're always thinking everybody has this better – shit going on than yeah. you know, and then like the idea of not like settling down as far as just like marriage or but, like even just the idea of just like being like with one person freaks me out and it's not even like i don't even want to like fuck around with multiple girls it's just like it's yeah it's, it's, it's like, just the idea
1: of it's like you're giving yourself away in a sense almost
0: yeah Do you get what i'm saying yeah And it doesn't make any i, I don't know like, just, just shut up and be happy, dude. Yeah.
1: Like, chill out. But It sounds cheesy, but uh, I don't even know how on topic this is. But you have to be happy with yourself before you're going to be happy with anybody else. That's like a really cheesy quote to say. But no, it's I... definitely true. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Maybe I'm just... No, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not always the happiest with myself. I beat myself up a lot. Do you?
1: Yeah. I go through phases. You, you know? Phases. I go for phases with most things, but yeah, where I beat myself up a lot or the self confidence will be through the roof. You know? Maybe you don't. <laughs> no, no, I'm the same way.
0: There's days where it's like, man, I'm kicking ass today. Yeah. Everything exactly. is fucking sweet. Yeah. And then the next day I'll wake up for no good reason. I'm just like, yeah. literally, just... I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. And it's like, Everything's rubbing me the rub wrong way yeah. Everything
1: sucks. What it's is, weird. What is that? I don't know. That's the wrong guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you—you you, like I said before, you seem like yeah. a, a mild-mannered, go-with-the-flow type just of Wait till you to get the name better.
1: Yeah. Uh, You high-strung? I'm not high-strung. I'm just, uh, I don't know. I guess my friends would say I'm kind of a, uh, I don't. My sense of humor is just very strange. Okay. I just kind of. I'm like really just like being sporadic and just most off the wall things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. The um. So, I think we got to know each other a little better. Definitely. I
1: don't know. What do you want to know? You got, you got any questions? Hmm. how how'd you get into the hip hop thing? Is that always, oh God! Which you grew up on? Because I remember going to your house at Forest Hills, and seeing—I think, if I remember right—just oh yeah, that's massive. You were at that place. I was there a long time ago. Yeah, recorded with uh trophies. Yeah, that was that was short lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely a while ago. Yeah, but you had Iron Maiden posters, and uh-huh. posters, I believe, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just I think a lot of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you have Ninja Turtles. Uh huh. Yeah, I still have I mean, them. I guess that doesn't really have to do anything with hip-hop, but just like the Iron Maiden, you know? Yeah, no. Definitely um, a whole different uh, realm. Yeah, I mean, Iron
0: Maiden was my first favorite band ever. Uh, they're still... I hold them in very high regards. Yeah. Um. I actually, I have like a huge Iron Maiden thing that I want to hang up. I just don't really have anywhere to hang it up. And I still have all the Ninja Turtles. I, actually, I need to buy a shelf for this wall. That's why this wall is blank. I'm going to put all that shit there. But, yeah, I grew up on metal, and the hip-hop didn't really come until later. The skateboarding days? Um, More the graffiti days. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. I uh got into graffiti just because I was into doing art. Yeah. In the school that I went to, there was a lot of kids doing graffiti for whatever reason. So I got into that, and they all liked hip-hop. And then I probably, I always wanted to make music, but I didn't have any way to do it. There wasn't instruments laying around the house, didn't have a lot of money or anything like that. But um, there was a, a thing that came out for Sony PlayStation. It was called MTV's Music Generator. Mm-hmm. And it was like Fruity Loops, basically. Like oh, I kind of actually remember. It let you like make that. beats and stuff like that. So I started just making beats for I got it and I was like oh this is cool I can make music and I did like even though I didn't really care much at the time for electronic music or rap specifically it was just really cool that you could make it's just music. like what was in front of you yeah and then yeah. I like I mean I was like 13 or 14 at this point you yeah know? and then I shortly realized that I could make like rap beats and then my friends could rap on top of them so like it all started as just like a joke. Yeah. Really. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. The Orgy Boys. Oh wow. That was <laughs> that that was uh the, the, the first technically I guess <laughs> the first band I was ever in was the Orgy Boys, if you wanna <laughs> get real specific. Yeah, that just gives a show like you know, you're gonna work with what you have. Yeah. The time. And I think that I've kind of carried that mentality ever since. Yeah honestly like I have I still have videos um I didn't have any way to record music at all uh but I had a camcorder you just take videos yourself playing your songs yeah I would like play the beat over the TV off the PlayStation and I would just rap at oh. the camcorder and that's like how that I was, recorded that music it. That's you know awesome. that, that was it and I have a good bit of those like probably five or six songs oh wow like that that um and the funny thing is that I even uh, – when I was younger, like 9 or 10, uh, I would, like, record songs on my grandma's, like, tape recorder. Mm-hmm. had, like, a shitty little uh, keyboard thing, and it's, like, put on, like, the – I the stuff is out there. Like, I've, I've put it online before. Have, like, the song that I wrote when I was 10 called, like, Psycho Man – and it's just like a keyboard loop on like a shitty, like. And I have something, like a pen or something, and I'm like hitting something. I don't know what it is, but just like. And then like I'm just like singing this stupid little song. We're just singing while you're hitting the pen?
1: Yeah. Nice. Before ever dubbing. Yeah. So you only have so many tracks, right? Yeah.
0: I like really, really, really wanted to do music when I was like. That's like always what I wanted to do, but I didn't have a way to do it. Yeah. I found electronic music and hip hop. Which are they they're hand in hand. It's this it's the same thing.
1: It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I don't know about I well I definitely didn't make my own songs, but I'm pretty sure there's an embarrassing video of me singing like a Pearl Jam song. A <laughs> oh. Capella like in my room alone on like the family <laughs> camcorder. And then me and my friends used to do this other thing where uh well I shouldn't say me and my friends, because I was a total asshole about it. But we decided one day we were going to make movies on the camcorder. You know, like something every kid does. We did that. Um, and then I got really controlling. It was my camcorder. I did that too. And when they would go home, I would like finish the parts. <laughs> like, it's like, because we had no storyline. Sure. So when they would go home, I would just. I would, like, make puppets out of, like, Halloween masks and, like, do stop action out of Legos. Oh, that sounds awesome. And, like, awesome. mix it in with, like, the main storyline. And then I just remembered – so we made this this trilogy of movies. And I was – I played the main character. But guess what we what I named the movie? I named it Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, a superhero movie called Mikey. <laughs> and this is probably when we were, like, seventh grade or yeah. something. Yeah. And then, like when I was like a junior or senior in high school, like my one friend had the VHS, which I made like a movie poster for and all this stuff in like Microsoft Paint. And it,
0: oh, that's awesome! It
1: actually got like leaked to my school. No, like people were taking at the parties and playing it on their VCRs. Oh, that's sweet! <laughs> and I was like so embarrassed, but I, mean, I like looking back, I'm like, that's awesome, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's. Do
0: you have a copy of Mikey still?
1: I don't. What, my really good friend from like the neighborhood. It was at his house last I saw it, and uh. Well, his, his parents' house. And we went over and like looked for it one time, and we weren't able to find it.
0: Oh, that's a bummer. I know. I it's have a... Uh, well, the funny thing is, is we did a, a trilogy, too. Go figure. Was it called Brian? No, it wasn't <laughs> called Brian. It, it was called The Night No One Will Survive. Oh, wow. It was a, it was a horror trilogy. Um, the first two were just, like, short. We actually filmed them on two consecutive 4th of Julys. It was, like... In high school, like we all would yeah. hang out. We all everybody either would sleep over at my place or my friend Tim's place. And my friend Tim lived in Shalfont, which was right by Forest Hills. Okay. Um, and at the time I was living in Braddock Hills, so it was only like ten minutes away yeah. from that area. Um but yeah, I don't know. We like one fourth of July we all got together and we were I had a camcorder there, we were bored and we we're like, Let's just make a movie. So we made this like twenty minute movie called the Night No one will survive and then the following Fourth of July we're like, we gotta make the sequel. Yeah. So we made the sequel, which was tech we called it the Night No one Will Survive part six six six. And then a couple years later, got this idea, it's like it was like we were out of high school now and everything, and I had a little bit of better equipment for the time. We we're like, let's make a full length. Let's do the Night No one will survive in the movie. And we made like an hour and twenty minute
1: long like a like a, like a feature movie oh wow and it sucks but we did it did you do the uh so it's a camcorder so you just film each scene well chronologically right what we did what no actually
0: i filmed it all on a camcorder but then i edited it vcr to vcr okay like, like so you laid in the parts you wanted as like you were taping over yeah we, oh, I, wow. we laid in all the parts then i recorded all of that audio once i had it edited. I recorded all of the audio out to my computer. Then we added... Um,
1: like sound effects. And- I
0: added sound effects. A sc- we wrote a score.
1: You wrote one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I really, is this like uh, available for me to see anywhere? Uh, have-
0: it will actually be soon. I just recently bought a video capture, Yeah. and I captured it to my laptop. It's sitting on my desktop. Oh. Um, I just need to... Um, there's a couple people that are... I might just upload it and just say fuck it. But there's like a couple people I want to get a hold of first and make sure it's cool that I upload it. Yeah. Um, just because I don't, I don't want to embarrass anybody or piss anybody off. But really, like, who's going to see it? But knowing me, everybody will fucking see it probably. So it's, but I do have it. I do want to upload it. Um, where was I going? Oh, but yeah, like, did the whole score and then to sync it up, had to, like, uh, hit, had like the, the RCAs from my lab, from my computer going into like the red and white cords on the VCR for the audio. Yeah. And then just the video from the VCR. So I could like, basically I had like two VCR set up Yeah, and I hit play. I'd hit play on the VCR and the computer at the same time. At the time. same time. So the audio would sync up and it, that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. And then just let it go through for the whole hour and a half hoping that like the tape would like not slow down or do anything weird. And it took a couple tries, but we eventually got it. Oh, wow. And, uh, the funny thing actually about it was the whole reason I did it was because I wanted to do the sound design. Yeah. I didn't even care about directing a movie necessarily. I just wanted to do all the sound effects and stuff. I thought it'd be really fun. So all of that stuff's really good. Actually, the music's really cool. The sound transitions are sweet. Uh, we had like all these fun sound effects for like punching and stuff that I got to add. And that was awesome. Yeah,
1: we had absolutely none of that. <laughs> Ours was done like each scene We you started taping over where the last one ended. So there would be like parts where just happened in the middle of, like half of it was taped over old home movies. Yeah. so there's like this one part where <laughs> like something's going on and it's it's like springtime. And all of a sudden, it was, like, me on the snowboard. Like, riding down the hill uh-huh. for, like, a split second. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh
0: Yeah, the first, <laughs> the first two that we did were like that. We yeah. We just did them in order. Uh, just go as and that goes was it happens. Those were awesome. Those were really good. Actually, those are the – I need to capture those and just put those ones up.
1: We should but, we should have a movie night of embarrassing movies. That would be awesome. my trilogy. Dude, we,
0: like <laughs> – we were such fucking dicks. We like thought we were like little jackass and just would like do bullshit in the mall.
1: Yeah, so, put, yeah. What's what's we, the what's the plot to your story?
0: Oh, uh, the well. well to your I movie. mean, I'm just talking about in general. Just in general. Like we like put dead fish in the water fountain at the mall.
1: Oh, that's just awful. <laughs> yeah, and, like
0: videotaped it, like dumb shit like that. Oh wow. And uh, bad stuff. We were like total <laughs> shitheads. Total shitheads.
1: Like suburban youth yeah nothing better to do yeah
0: the funny <laughs> thing though is that none none of us were ever like drug kids or drinking yeah. or anything you know like i i mean a lot of people know this i didn't even start drinking till i was 24 yeah you know i and, but and, like that's the thing is it just wasn't around me when i was growing up but like we were all graffiti kids we were always causing a ruckus and breaking
1: stuff and you were the kids people probably thought were bad Yeah, I mean, we were kind of bad, but but we could have been way, way more (laughs) bad. Yeah, but your movies actually had like a uh, idea to them that was like thought out ahead of time, or you kind of
0: it was. I mean the 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 first two, it was just like a killer comes to the house and kills everybody and gets away. Okay, and then like the (laughs) whole the whole premise was to make these like funny death scenes. And uh, some of them were pretty fucking hysterical. <laughs> some of them, like, we got, like, really fucking clever. Uh, like, the one we had, uh, he shot, like, a pencil from, like, a like a bow gun. Yeah. And, like, we uh, broke the pencil in half and, like, cut a hole in my friend's shirt and, like, taped the pencil on the inside so it looked like it was sticking out and put, like, some ketchup or something. Oh. Uh, and the funny thing is that on those shitty old camcorders, like, the like low that. definition... It looks, looks passable. Real. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't looks, see It looks more, like,
1: earthy. Yeah, you know? it just looks all... It's cool.
0: It looks gross. That stuff was pretty good.
1: My favorite thing we did was... There was a scene where I ran in, and jumped at somebody. And then what we did was... Uh, we made it look like I was running on a wall. Oh, then, okay. Then I taped over, just like a split second, my legs... And I was sitting on a um like a like a chair you're sitting in now, like a office chair that has a swivel. Yeah. And I just like laid on it like sideways and put my feet against the wall. Sick. We made a running motion, but like also like pushed myself Uh just for like a split second.
0: Yeah. And and then you
1: did the cut coming back down. And then when I when I when I did the cut coming back down, it was just a I mean, it looked bad. It looked terrible. But (laughs) it was a cool idea, I guess. You know? No, that's
0: sick. That's a good idea. There's
1: another part where like, oh, this is just terrible. I don't know what this is. Oh, there's another part where like, I think uh, I hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like me standing on a chair, like supporting myself. And there's like just another shot of like my, f- probably on the same chair, my feet from the side, just like raised up, just like oh, dangling.
0: <laughs> Dude, we should totally do. <laughs> oh my God. Like a bad movie night. Like, yeah. A home movie. We got to find some, there has to be at least one or two other people yeah hopefully people are listening to movies show, like, that they I make i totally can relate <laughs> yeah and then uh, we gotta get together get give them the proper screening we'll set up a projector yeah you know and invite our friends eat,
1: eat some popsicles and uh what else do teenagers do uh you know smoke some newport cigarettes <laughs> sure i don't even know <laughs> sure well you grew up in mckees ports so. yeah but
0: um I think we could probably some Turner's
1: iced tea some Turner's iced tea
0: Turner's is worldwide that's
1: that's what's gotta be (laughs) that's like if you're a teenager in southwestern Pennsylvania yeah
0: there's no no booze allowed (laughs) B-Y-O-T yeah
1: unless unless you sneak in a bottle of like a like the most terrible vodka that your friend's older brother bought you or something. Yeah. Or you,
0: you have to, you have to go home to your parents' house and steal it. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. That's the only way you're allowed Put it to bring in like
1: a, a Sprite bottle. Uh-huh. You know, it gets all warm.
0: <laughs> Somebody can bring some oregano in a bag. Yeah,
1: definitely. I'm loving the way this is going already. <laughs> sort some pixie sticks while you're yeah, at yep, it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. We got to do that. But yeah, dude, I think we can wrap up. I think we did it. We definitely did do it.
1: Oh well. We hit an hour. Cool. Well, this is fun. Is uh awesome to hear about our bond of home movies.
0: Yeah, that was
1: <laughs> unexpected. Yeah, no.
0: But that's cool though. That's why like this shit is fun. Yeah. For me because you always there's always something something you
1: pry into. That yeah,
0: that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. You know like we would never probably go on that talk yeah, you know if we were hanging
1: out at d's no i wouldn't be talking about no, that. no you're
0: too you're, <laughs> you're too distracted you know there's, yeah there's beer there's all these people people were talking about shows you see some girl that you like fingered <coughs> once and it gets awkward <laughs> it's just it's never it's,
1: you're never gonna get into home movies <laughs> with these oh. but now we will you know definitely next time i see you word all well, right, hey, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try hard to find the Mikey trilogy for you. Oh uh, yeah, I'm waiting for it. What was yours called? The
0: night no one will survive. I
1: want to see the night no one will survive. Six six six. I'm looking forward to that one. Six six
0: six is pretty good. I think the first is the best. You know. Yeah. You okay, stay okay, true. The first the first time is you it's gotta like, stay true. Yeah. The the movie the third one kind of has that that George Lucas effect. Like I think that it's too overproduced. Yeah. Trying too hard.
1: Yeah. Trying to recreate it from what you did the if first.
0: time. If you edited the movie down to just the death scenes, it
1: would actually be pretty good. Yeah. It's just
0: too much dialogue. Yeah. Didn't know how to do pacing.
1: That's, that's, that's a tricky thing with a movie, like a long movie.
0: It's pacing.
1: Yeah. I don't think anything could uh, make my movie good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. <laughs> Maybe well, that's just how good it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, and um, so, yeah, thank you for coming over. All right.
1: Well, thanks for having me. And we can
0: stop this now. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Mikey is a good dude. Really, really fun. I really hope that we're actually able to find all those home movies and get together one night and make that home movie high school night thing happen. That would be fucking awesome. So yeah, Mikey, if you're listening to this, find those damn tapes. Find them. I know you said one of your homies or someone in your family had them. I can't remember, but find them, and let's make it happen. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Hopefully, I'll be in a better place mentally to get it out on time. But, you know, no pressure. Whatever. My name is Sykes. Start the Beat 2016. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.